Hey there everybody and welcome to the pilot of this little podcast that I have been planning to do for the longest time. It's called Off the Ball and I sincerely hope that it resonates with you guys. You are my dearest listeners. I'd also like to take this opportunity to state the obvious. I'm very new to this. It'll probably be a very amateur effort, but that's the whole point. I'm here to learn and pick up the best from the people I talk to who for the most part will be very new to the idea of podcasts too. No better way to start off than talking to the captain of my high school football team. He's been my brother for the longest time and it brings me tremendous joy to do my first episode with him. His name is Shubhadeep Jana and over to him for his introduction. Hi everyone, my name is Shubhadeep and it is so good to be part of this podcast. It is so refreshing to visit back to times when we were motivated enough at every single instance to do great things. A time when a quarter or half of the days were spent in the football fields. I have done my schooling from DPS Marathi Kunj and like many others I am from a non-medical background. As of now, I am in my last semester of B.Tech. After a few years, I will be probably graduating from Valore, Valore Institute of Technology with substantial knowledge of electronics and communication and like many of you will try to survive in the real world that is waiting for me out there. So if I have to sum it up, I'll say I am just another random guy walking down that empty street and asking time to take me back to the place where a lot of things mattered, at least for the next one hour. Shubhadeep has given us such kind words to transition into what's going to become the first question ever asked on Off The Ball. And without any further ado, I'll jump right into it. Maybe you can start off by telling us your very first memory of having a ball at your feet. What was the moment like? Is there a, is there a visual memory that you can always travel back to? Probably the first time I remember with a ball at my feet was during the 2006 World Cup. Now, the story behind it is that in India mostly or I don't know about other places like whenever there is a hockey world cup when we were child we used to go out with sticks in our hand whenever there was a cricket world cup we were fascinated by cricket and similarly in 2006 when we were around i guess seven to eight years old so like there is a lot of fascination about football in bengal and i was there at that time that is honestly such an amazing place to be in during a football world cup man playing the beautiful game in the city of joy so my grandfather introduced me to it. So that's when I first started for playing football, like as in not at some level, but yeah, with friends in fields. That was the first time probably I got introduced to the beautiful game. So what was the conversation like? Like was he watching a match and you just uh, strolled in or did you see in the newspaper or everybody was on the, out in the streets and you wondered what's going on? How did the discussion come about with your grandfather? Consider like three, four days before the World Cup, the entire schedule used to come in papers, right? Paper, now people used to cut it out and keep at their homes to see the schedule. So they don't have to refer at something again and again. So that point I have asked him that, what is this exactly? So he said like, yeah, so there is a football world cup which comes every four years. So this is the game basically. Like I understood the rules from him after watching the matches and Earlier when we used to play, we were just taking the ball and running towards goal. Like there was no motivation to score or no formation, anything like that. It was just open fields, people and we used to run. And that was probably one of the beautiful moments of life to learn the beautiful game. So you can also uh, tell me about the first proper game and the tournament that you played. Because the first memory that I have, do you remember we were in like, uh, was it 4th grade, 5th grade, there was an inter-house tournament and I was part of that. 
very small cones i think it was barely if we play right now that would barely be a 4 versus 4 field but i remember wearing her house t-shirts and that was the first time i played only remember making one sliding tackle yep <laughs> first proper tournament will be the inter house i guess we were in fifth or sixth right like we were in emun house like like it was a very randomized tournament as much as i remember like as in there were no specific schedule given or dates given they would just call up on some day and they will be like yeah play today is your match that was probably the first tournament so safe to say you were playing without any pressure because you had yeah. no idea that you were going to be play of uh, yeah. a match there <laughs> although i just remember playing one match in that tournament i don't remember anything else i don't know if there was a semi final there was a final i just know that we went in we won the game and they were like you guys won the tournament <laughs> how convenient but as long as i remember i was the house captain so was i i was the captain somehow but i get to know that after the game also talk us through the number 12 at the back of your shirt uh, what is the logic behind how did that come about frankly speaking like for the first time when i got into the team like i'm talking about under 19 team okay my number in under 17 was 4 now when i started playing under 19 it was in 8th class for the first time back then it was like seniors used to choose their numbers first okay it was more like lot of players wear 12 numbers like lot of good players have worn it in the past so that's why i chose 12 and that just continued now at later point i realized a very great analogy with number 12 which i would like to tell sure looking forward to that which i yeah like this is probably the reason why i continued with 12 because i could have gone to 10 or which which is my birth date which would have been more preferable for me i wouldn't remember that but, because i but, have a reputation for forgetting your birth date i may point that out yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway i won't continue. mind that it's fine yeah but yeah with 12 like 2012 was the year and then theory onry returned to arsenal for third round fa cup against leeds united okay mm-hmm. so theory onry scored at 78th minute of the game and he made the made the score 1-0 so 12 minutes were left on the clock when theory onry scored that goal in 2012 and the speciality was onry was wearing the jersey number 12 because he asked for 14 number but walcott took it Mm-hmm. so he wore the number 12 scored when 12 minutes were remaining for the match so did you have a good feeling though when you were picking the number 12 did you think that you would perform well or was it like a very random decision like you don't care like you usually don't about these it's either very small a small thing or a big thing earlier it was a very random decision when initially i took the number yeah but later on it became an important part like i want to take the number 12 even when we moved to 11th and 12th class mm-hmm. or even when to play the nationals or clusters mm-hmm. i had the option to take any jersey like of course man you the football captain as <laughs> everybody would wait for you take whatever you want we are dying for you to pick something so that we can take the other golden ones like yeah that is also one of the case in 12th but before that class also in 11th i remember most of the three senior players like mohit shivam and prabal they were the three senior players they didn't take that number like 10 number so the number 10 yeah i could have take but i didn't take because i continued with 12 that theory on restucked in my mind so i was like okay i'll continue with it i'm doing good with it so i'll continue with it so i think it's safe to say that if you were a player in a big football club you would be very loyal to them yeah i am an arsenal fan dude <laughs> yeah loyal loyalty is in my blood really okay on that note though guys i think that was probably sarcasm that was a very subtle joke that's what this clip didn't right there 
uh, <laughs> I think we'll we'll let him build on that uh, in the later part of the podcast. So you mentioned a couple of seniors there, Shubhadeep. So my next question was something along the like very similar lines. So do you feel that you had a favorite teammate at any point, like there was or there is at the? It could be your let's say it doesn't necessarily have to be your teammate from your high school team. It could be anywhere that you play. Maybe if you play in the let's say the the park next door. I would look up to Gurubaz because we two have spent a lot of time together. No other player was there in the team. Like we were the juniors and we grew together from under seventeen to under nineteen. And like when we used to go out on tournaments, all of them had a group and we two used to sit together because all of them were seniors. <laughs> so we had no option but yeah so we have spent a lot of time together knowing each other so there was a good chemistry so, do, do you feel that you guys brought out the best in each other because let's say i'm there's a reputation that rivals do that but it's it's difficult when when you have teammates so do you think did you guys improve each other's game were you always vocal were you always giving feedback yeah i guess i guess because i know what gurubas can do because i have been with him in training sessions Mm-hmm. and i exactly know what he is capable of and mm-hmm. he exactly knows what i am capable of or the runs i can make mm-hmm. so when i am whenever i am stopping for a breath or like i am not running he was always like there to catch up inspiring me mm-hmm. inspiring me or motivating me in some other way to run and to do something for the team i'll make sure that i send this podcast to gurbaz make sure that he listens to this because i think i mean my point is like it's a it's a very nice compliment to give him also Next question is do you think your teachers were appreciative of your achievements on the pitch because i certainly know that they were off the pitch and listeners uh, shubhadeep has been he has excelled in anything that he does <laughs> beat academics beat any let's say even a simple art competition so my my mother still remembers remembers him just because he drew uh, the picture of lord ganesha and it was on our classroom board and she saw that during one of the pdns and she was so mesmerized that she asked the teacher who made this and i told her that it's shubhadeep so do you think your teachers were appreciative yeah like appreciative they were appreciative but they were not letting me to invest everything into it they were more of be inside the classrooms and study and maybe invest something with studies or do something regarding your studies because look if i look back at times then yeah i won't neglect it that football has somehow affected my studies or my time because i could have given some more time to my studies or education part but yeah if i am asked to do it again i'll do it all over again because that was the that was the best part of school life playing the ball with you guys with the school team learned a lot from that so did you at some point did you at some point feel like dropping out like maybe all your teachers all your favorite teachers who 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 have your best interest at heart and they're telling you that this is not the right time this is not the right time you should drop it so was there any moment where you almost left the team i never thought of leaving football never never and I, i never thought of leaving football <laughs> rather i used to tell i like i would leave studies to play football but that was dumb of me definitely <laughs> but yeah like never thought of leaving the game and did they interfere in the sense that uh, during ptms they told your parents that he doesn't listen to us and he's always playing so did that change anything for you frustrated yes you can say because look even parents used to scold and they were right about it because and yeah then they used to they even threw my shoes once as i remember then they came to know once that i bunked the classes to go to play football or a tournament i played 
so yeah there were a lot of things uh, like they scold me i was frustrated like for many days we don't used to talk but then yeah never thought of leaving the game like i could have done nothing else if i had not played the game kids if you're listening kids were starting to start their career in football maybe it was just it just school local team this is this is what it's all about <laughs> this is the inspiration you look up to and talking about inspiration so my next question was going to be so what was the team talk like when you were starting off let's say you had all these seniors around and you started pretty young right you mentioned that you started playing for the under 19 team when you were just in your 8th grade that's probably you were i don't know 12 years old 13 years old being a 13 4 12 13 14 year old playing for under 19 you had so many seniors around so what was the team talk like were they nice to you were they hard on you and how did that change over time when you actually became the school captain and you had the responsibility of grooming different kids look initially the team talk or the messages that were being passed to us was to play calmly or play based on your strengths they always tell play based on your strength but obviously when i started i know i was not good enough and many a times i make mistakes many a time i don't and obviously seniors were some seniors took it very lightly and they used to say agli baar ho jayega agli baar ho jayega next time it will happen but then some seniors will scold me or tell me in different way that you will be dropped off in next match like that and th- that could have affected you had seniors looking out for you giving giving you a heads up that this is make or break play well or or Yeah exactly like I remember in cluster Shivam once telling me that look I definitely need a goal from you you need to score and I don't know how but you need to score and I don't remember if I scored or not <laughs> but I had a good game Did you feel the pressure No not a pressure because I know look if I don't score we are going to win the main important part was to win the match doesn't matter if it is an own goal or who scores the goal even if you have 10% position or 5% position it doesn't matter at the end of the day you have to win the match and that matters the most for me in 12 specially like we don't we didn't have good strikers and i would be very frank like i can bet my life on it that we could have won every tournament in 12 if we had just a striker like mohit kashyap or even for that instant ayush who used to play in our team before any good striker would have done it if we had a good striker we would have won probably every tournament and that we lacked and there were several issues with the strikers but yeah at the end of the day then you train together you play together so it was all good yeah i also remember a time i mean necessarily not a feedback on the pitch there was a classmate that we had goes by the name vinith and i remember you pushing him to different limits that he was excellent on the pitch i remember playing with him his uh, class on the his his uh, work on the ball his passing vision everything was such su- such a goal level uh, uh skill set but he wasn't doing the best in the classroom and i can say that because i've been there as well because it's not i'm not it's not a bad thing i've been in the same shoes but i remember you pushing him and not just him you were pushing me as well and uh, so i think a good captain is not somebody who just helps them on the pitch so i remember you doing that so that's uh, that's another thing that i should point out that you had a class personality off the pitch as well you were always on the lookout yeah look i believe like look at that point of time as much as i remember the utmost thing that matters mm-hmm. to that mattered to us was football like to me even to you yeah. look and many people consider it that when you play for a school team or when you just play a general match 
it is like it's just a school match what is going to do we are not playing on national level or state level or a district level level exactly yeah so how does it matter it's just a one game period very hard to get so discouraged right I very easy to get discouraged yeah and it i think it is not the right thing to do because whatever it is you should be motivated enough to do or win the matches like you should challenge yourself sometimes and just do the most right thing or do the thing which you would have done in any other case it should not be like okay i am not running after him it's just a school match but if it would have been some other scenario you, you may have run but just because it is a different scenario or just a pt period you are not running after him so you should be motivated enough and i used to push for that that it doesn't matter if you make mistakes but you need to try right on man elite mentality and i remember uh, once we uh, so there was another t- uh, classmate that we had uh, goes by the name harsh and we were playing we were playing a game and he was always good on the he was good on the ball but he was not very emotionally invested in the game and that was a good thing to have because uh, he was not over complicated things it was just a normal game but again i remember fighting i think he fought with another t- another friend of ours goes by the name perv and they had a very heated clash and it was something along the lines ki why are you getting so intense this is just a normal game so i think people are wired differently and it's a good push that you give them right so every game is every game you play to win <laughs> and this is this this is what sets apart normal players than players like you you enter the pitch no matter it's just a training session you want to win it right winning is all it's all about on the on the injury note did you uh, like any of your friends stop playing football due to injury or miss good part of their high school experience maybe they could have gone on to become let's say good strikers let you mentioned that you did not have good strikers so do you believe that uh, if if there was anybody look no one from our school got injured but i remember one or two incidents like two incidents basically like it was not always we played for our school okay devinder sir who was our coach used to take us outside and many a times we played for bondsi we played for a village named khedla sometimes for some school okay so i remember one match it was for bondsi and it was in tau devilal stadium against some school over there the guy who was playing at the left wing he broke his leg because of the tackle made by someone and i remember we even like each one of us paid for his recovery because he was not very fi- efficient financially so we didn't do a lot but we paid some amount of money from our side even devinder sir paid that so he could recover so i don't know how his recovery was but he was on the sidelines for like at least one and a half years because it was a very severe injury that's only such an amazing thing to do man very unfortunate what happened to him maybe he had a great career in front of him maybe he even started playing but whatever yeah. you guys did that's incredible i think there's a question that i'm going to ask you later where i was going to ask you like did you have you ever witnessed the spirit of the beautiful game or like fair play any moment that you saw live i think is it fair to say that this is it or is there something that tops this one as well frankly speaking look i mostly spend most of my time playing at school level or for like national level even in like in the school terms like inter dps nationals or cbsc nationals so over there i didn't see any moment of fear play like there could have been but there was nothing like that like everyone wanted to win and everyone it go with the decision of ref like the opponent can protest but look if someone is giving you a penalty at 90th minute you are going to take it if it wins you the match okay you you can be marcelo bielsa you can be fair enough you can allow the opponent to score 
but when your team is on the line and everyone wants to win it i don't think like most of them will do the right thing they will do what's right for their team they just want to win and i think it's important to note that we were a bunch of kids as well i mean when we look back we were not very old i mean not a lot, we haven't we hadn't seen a lot of the world we only see you saw a couple of games we did not know how what it really meant to be kind and humble on the pitch but again we all still were but again we were not exposed to that kind of uh, information right so even look i think that would be the right thing to say that we were young basically look like i'm talking about elite leagues in europe okay you look at elite players they are 17 18 years old how many rising stars have been there bukayo saka smithro haland then sancho okay so some of them are humble it's not like they are not humble they accept like they don't easily fall on all on their feet sometimes they do but nowadays not falling on our feet on your feet is also one of the great things to do because you f- fall on your feet and we are we are is surely going to give that penalty can you can so you okay small things also need point, to be appreciated can you, can you give our listeners some context yeah. here like what does it really mean when you say that it's it's a thing to be appreciated that when people people don't keep falling here and there now and then you know, if somebody who doesn't follow football look people like not in football even in general life i believe we have come to the terms where small things need to be appreciated because if i go back to old times when we were small people were humble enough to accept and there were like most like it was not polluted all around now the rules have changed even in football even in all the fields like consider journalism for in fact in present scenario i would like to mention that like we are somewhere losing the ethics so when a person does a right thing that is actually his task but we have to appreciate it because most of the people are not doing it but they should actually do it such a, or follow it's such it. a rare thing now that we are appreciating the small things very basic things right yeah consider a team liverpool okay how many times does a great player like mohammed salah a great great player utmost respect for him but how many times he goes down on his feet how many times like even if you touch him he will go down now consider theory onry from the olden times see the tackles made on him he didn't go down ever that's the thing that yeah people earlier don't used to go on their feet even people who don't watch football i would like them to watch a video it's of lenel messi and the video's name goes like messi is a dog okay so such an og video it's a wonderful exactly. video it's it's such a wonderful video that how many times he is fouled how many times he has been tackled but he doesn't still go down he tries till the last moment and the point is they're not soft fouls it's like they're literally kicking him out and he goes down and he just ad- stands up the very next moment and that is something so on the on the ronaldo versus messi debate of things i've always been i'm i'm certainly neutral now because we've grown old and we understand what football really means but when i was a kid i used to prefer ronaldo and i appreciate ronaldo for a lot of things for his mentality in big games which messi i believe has a uh, he has faulted in the last whatever years but this is something that i do not that i would say that ronaldo does not have ronaldo takes every opportunity to get a foul if he is touched he'll just go down and he really doesn't care all he wants is a foul he'll never go on even if it meant that he would even if that that means that he would probably score a goal there and on that note that the example that you used about uh, sala and ramos 
<laughs> since uh, liverpool have drawn uh, real madrid again so that'll be a rematch what do you think happened there what is your uh, what is your which side are you on in the sense did salah fake his injury uh, or was uh, ramos's foul deliberate who who brought the other person down first because in the videos it seems like that salah was actually pulling ramos and then the foul was a result of that and there's another school of thought that ramos was the one who actually pulled him out what do you think happened there look as in lot of blame went to ramos because of the reputation he carries i at least believe that because he is a great defender but he has not a great reputation of good like he always tackles people lot of red cards so he has somehow made that impression not violent but that like he's i will say he's passionate only violent it's not violent like you are doing it for your team that just become a personality I mean, yeah, the, the, the of the violence you. is the violence is the yeah violence is the repercussion of being passionate you want to see violence go to like rooney in his younger days or vidic in his younger days or patrick vieira or roy keane that is violence ramos is not violence like people see ramos but if they go to older games they will see what was vieira versus keane in older times right <laughs> still is i think keen is still not over it <laughs> i think keen keen is still there keen is just in the press conference room now and he still has things to say about different people but i mostly sometimes i agree with him he he's got a point i mean of course like different i think this is a classic tony cruz versus abamang yeah situation yeah. that yeah. happened but that's just part of personality right? it's fine and exactly, about exactly, ramos exactly. and sala coming back to the question that i guess ramos is blamed like 80% of like yeah look sala was very close to him and sala can run faster than ramos okay so what do you what do you do if a player is running beside you and he has a chance to score a goal and it's a champions league match you foul him but yeah obviously the way he was fouled that could have been avoided but even i don't think ramos would have thought that his arm would break ramos but again whatever it was who, whoever was at fault i don't think it was it was good spirit of the game right it was not very pure even if salah was fault as was at fault or ramos was at fault it was not a good thing to do on both sides i don't say good thing to do but good thing to do i don't know but it was the right thing to do but yeah the result could have been changed or could have been avoided now because i remember uh, uh, in the begin- in the starting 20 minutes liverpool were sensational yeah. i don't think real had any chance whatsoever yeah. and they were pouring in like usually man city does on other teams in the premier exactly League. and they were just constantly coming back back at them again and again and again and once salah was injured and other unfortunate events yeah. that happened in the name of carius yeah. uh, again not blaming him it was the pressure of the big game he was just a young kid that just But broke the momentum that was the thing and i believe i think history history defining moment yeah, right there, I, right I, i frankly speaking i criticize ramos so much because of the way he plays but look if i have ramos in my arsenal team i will be very proud because yeah he is doing the right thing for his team if i am a real madrid fan i'll say yeah he did the right thing because he completely changed the momentum wears his heart on his sleeve yeah he completely changed the momentum and that's what captains do right that's what big game players do they turn and, up I am pretty sure that if Salah would have been on field the result would have been different. Surely it would have been different because I guess that was a defining season for Salah and he yeah, was on top every, form. Every, everybody felt it. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of criticism around his uh, around his performance as well. Everybody was thought he was just a one season wonder and then he came back and then he performed again. He always proved his critics wrong. 
so maybe that trophy but again it's all it ended well <laughs> they ended up winning the champions league next year yeah. so it wasn't so bad right so they 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 accomplished what they went out for it's good that yeah they got to win the next year but otherwise there would have been lot of the stories made up selling philip coutinho at that time may look like an idiotic decision but they sell coutinho and for that money they brought Alisson, Virgil van Dijk, players like of that caliber and that was great. Like they made them win the Champions League. If you remember if Alisson had not made that save against Napoli in the group stages, Liverpool would not have even qualified for pre-quarters, right? Everything. Again, all these players, big game players, they they perform they performed, they did what they were supposed to do. I think and uh, we have similar expectations from Chelsea now because in the sense that they've done a similar kind of business Eden Hazard went out the other way and just like Coutinho it didn't work out for Coutinho and by the looks of it it did not work for Eden Hazard and Chelsea have done some incredible business as well they do not look like a UCL winning team right now like Liverpool was playing ruthlessly but I think they're getting better under Tuchel they haven't lost they are getting game. better but I am somehow doubted about Chelsea the reason being they have signed some great players consider Thiago Silva and look at his age he may peak and he may go down his form i'm talking about so a risk factor is there but yeah a top top defender then i look at havertz a very skillful player but when you look at premier league i don't think he has the strength to do it because who plays at havertz position look at other players how powerful they are look at the prona and look at havertz they kindly play like they play in a similar position or have a similar role to play like a creative midfielder okay to given that free role and timo werner i want to specially say that i have been noted <laughs> i think timo mentioned it himself yeah like you can go on and then I'll when he started i thought he would be a great player like i'm not talking about this i'm talking about 2014 okay i have been noticing him from past 5 to 6 years for germany for rb lesbic and and he was an absolute tank he's a tank yeah player. but i always notice that where he would get like where he won't be successful is as a striker i think he needs to get more central because i remember when he used to play as a striker he drifts away in the left wing and try to run with the ball so that role doesn't suit him or it is wrong to say that it won't suit him but he should adjust his position to become more centrally available to meet the balls or put some headers yeah i think i remember discussing this very early during the season that we we were pretty sure that chelsea was not going to excel even with all the signing that they made and werner would not work yeah. out in the first season and again did you and did, he's did, did you read about yeah, did you read about uh, timo just uh, joking about how tall and broad the defenders are in the premier league yeah <laughs> that was yeah good. exactly i think it took him a Look, very long time I to realize that and pointing it out yeah i appreciate him for being honest uh, yeah but then I, again i agree these guys werner and havertz are not uh, they have not performed to their potential yeah i guess they will improve if... <laughs> and it's not surprising to note that the number of assists that he was providing in the sense that we would expect that they would go down he was not performing up to his potential but they were still going up for some reason stats were not the yeah. accurate representation of how he was playing yeah exactly when oba had a bad time when he was starting and people criticized him a lot but they don't know that it was actually his grandmother was in hospital and he was this family thing going on again so much so, going on that we ignore same goes for jesse lingard he has gone through so yeah. much so much shit to be honest yeah. 
his personal life has been exactly such a disorder so lovely to see him it's so lovely to see him back he was yeah. he's actually a gem of a player yeah. if you look at lingard you like i still believe that if there has not been any social media around so yeah they like people would get more time like i'm talking about the football managers yeah and somehow the mental health also about the players because like now people go on people's instagram pages or players instagram pages and they put up racial abuses no sense and of they put hum- up humanity yeah abuses literally. about their families that somehow yeah. affects the mental health because exactly. even like, if they're not it's, it's such a and i like to say yeah. illegal saying all these things that you'd say to people when it comes to race that should be illegal i'm surprised that is yeah, not yeah exactly even if they're not saying racial stuff the way the th- they say things about let's say simple bad performance i think that would kill a career they they say things like yeah. you just go back to your home go back to your city and never come back and that's what we've yeah. come to such a toxic exactly. fan base exactly. not the most amazing thing and this is not a particular fan base every fan base has turned into it like i considered arsenal to be a very great great fan base but now look at them they are abusing left and right look at manchester united they are great clubs but look at their fan bases i'm not saying all of them but yeah a lot of them but i think it's a good thing that we have amazing fans that compensate for that right there's lots of amazing things that good fans are doing bringing joy into the community speaking that bringing change in the community so when you were playing let's say these high school tournaments so did you feel that there were major difference in terms of facilities in top schools like i mean i mean it's not the best thing to say but of course like dpss are good schools right it's a it's a safe thing to say that we were in a good school we were not in a backward school so in terms of facilities in schools like dpss and the other mildly resourced government schools let's say you just mentioned that you would go to play for a, a village uh, school team So do you think uh, what was the need did that impact their game in any way it more like one thing is there that it made them more rough and tough at least like when we used to play for people don't used to go down in their on their feet very soon they used to run a lot a lot of stamina was there which was not like if like i would give you three things one is dps maruti kunj okay one is heritage now dps is considered a big like a school of much larger scale than heritage but still i feel that heritage has better facilities compared to our school okay they had acs all around even in their buses i remember they used to come in ac buses for tournaments and i won't say that heritage didn't have great players they had great players but they somehow lacked stamina and that affected their game when we used to play a 12 pm match under the sun it like that was one of the reason i think they lost a lot of matches because of that that was a very important reason because i could literally see they can't run a lot and people used to take advantage especially a team like us who had a lot of stamina and we stamina was one of our skill set that was one of the most important skill set that we could cover a lot of ground and each one of us each one of us like 11 on the field and even no who were on the benches yeah no exceptions yeah yeah So do you feel that these limitations that these limitations that did you guys had that actually made you better and not worse because have if yeah. you had the comfort if you were in your comfort zone you wouldn't yeah come out exactly exactly with top guns yeah. limitations made you make you work harder and make you better like 
look at every scenario why in school like every scenario you can say look at the top players today like we talked before in the podcast right that thing like for the government school they were more like expressive and they used to play a game lot freely and like when we go to more rural areas i think they play a great game so since you've seen the better side of players that how indian indian kids indian youngsters perform in different tournaments and you have followed international football for such a long time and you've gone yeah. through matches like isl you've attended those games do you feel india has the potential to actually like burst onto the scene do can we end up playing in a world cup very soon is that not a far fetched reality anymore i'll frankly tell this that no one believes more in indian football than me like obviously there are people but i believe a lot because you tell me how much population we have okay we have 130 billion population right around that and we just need 18 great players 18 great players what ratio is that okay and look at iceland at the same point of time one of the least populated countries of the world and they make 18 of the finest player beat england in the euro i like if i go back to 2012 or 11 iceland was ranked 126 india was ranked 109th or 10th now iceland is still in the hundreds <laughs> yeah now we are 101 or 102 and iceland is somehow 32 33 like that and you have to look at several factors if we are talking about football international football first thing is facilities which is obviously and second thing is i have noticed not about only football in every tendency indians have a tendency that if an outsider is doing something a foreigner is doing something that is great they won't nurture or they don't believe in their raw talents and i think that somehow needs to be changed because i don't believe in the fact that out of 130 billion people you can't make 18 great players that's not even like that's not even that 0.00%. <laughs> that is a sad thing to say. So yeah. hard to believe. It's how that how that even possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How can't you make 18 great players from uh, such a large population, such a large population? So do you think that uh, this could change? Yeah, I do believe this could change. This could change general. because look, lot of things are Realistically happening. Realistically speaking, yeah. Uh, that under 17 World Cup happened in our country, and that gave and push gave a boost towards football. Like people started inclining towards it a bit. Then there is Women's Asia Cup also coming. That will be in India. Then Indian team has also grown on with edges. We drew with Oman 1-1 like two days before, and. we struggled a lot but yeah 11 was a fine score there and there were 10 debutants in the team 10 debutants and we were without sunil chetri so yeah certainly we are growing but i won't understate the fact that we need a lot of time or a lot of investment at least one is needed because we don't have a lot of investment but yeah it has increased kiran rinju who is our sportsman sports minister he is doing a fine job but yeah things can be better surely so i think top international clubs are taking notice of this as well they are recognizing so much the, gro- the growth of the audience fan base and uh, they're curating so much india specific content and it's not just because of the location uh, maybe the ip addresses that we can only see it because we are in india they are taking in so much effort because they see how much how much potential there is in the indian market let's just take uh, el clasico's example last year i think they changed the timings of the of the match just because they wanted more and more asian audience and india was such a huge chunk of it so i think as like more kids like us and more youngsters like us 
if uh, we watch the games and uh, we demand more and more uh, from the authorities maybe these 18 individuals that you talk of is not such a far-fetched reality so what improvements do you think that public authorities can make to national school level tournaments i also remember that there's a long running joke that the balls that you guys play with during football matches are so hard that you can barely kick them what is the what is the logic there is it just a inside joke maybe is it just just to insult each other no no it's not an inside joke it's a true thing like look we were habituated with it but look in foreign terms you play with nike balls or adidas balls right good balls like a proper weighted ball and that's not a thing with your costco balls or nivea balls yeah some of them have but the balls which we used to play with they didn't they don't have that they were very hard balls and it was not an issue but look you can easily swing a nike ball rather than swinging a costco ball okay yeah so change and changes a lot of things to say. for listeners who are not familiar with football yeah. that changes everything that's the thing and look and when you go when you are going outside india then you are actually playing with a nike ball okay or when you are po- playing the tournaments organized by IB board school like Heritage or JD Goenka they are providing you with a Nike ball or an Adidas ball and it becomes very difficult to control that when you are practicing with other set of balls or a completely different weight of ball suddenly you went into the field and you can't like it's very it becomes very difficult to carry on with that ball if you have skill set you will eventually get on with it but it becomes a bit difficult for the people who are not habituated with it rather than the people who are actually habituated with it. Not a familiar territory to just stroll into and accelerate if you want to. And you want to perform in those games, right? When you play these games, they are big games. And yeah. Even very small exactly. things matter a you, lot. I mean, right. I mean, we have uh, World Cup winners and Champions League legends like Xavi saying that the grass was too long. Even Klopp at one yeah, point. Many people don't talk about it. Like in the COVID times, okay. A report came up, I'll tell you about the report, that now you are doing a home match and away match in the Premier League, like there is Arsenal-Brighton home or Arsenal-Brighton away. What advantage that does home and away match gives you if there is no crowd? That is the question of a large set of audience. But people... And even if it's still it's still okay, I think in the Premier League, I think there's no concept of having away goals in the Champions League uh, knockouts. Like what yeah, is the point? <laughs> if there's no crowd and there's no nobody watching the game, what difference does it make? Why do we still have away goals? The point is when you are playing on your home, you get to decide how long the grass will be, how much water will be spread, how the how the lines are supposed to be made. Everything the, the way the ground is made, okay, the ground is made, the design is made, how fast the ball will roll on the ground. You are going to decide that as a home team and that is the home advantage. That's why now many people don't know it. Many people think that it's only about the crowd, which I also used to think before. But there was this report coming up that the home advantage is. So is this, once again, so is this also applicable to the neutral grounds that we are playing in? Let's say uh, let's say there was a COVID outbreak somewhere. So I think they decided to play in uh, was it Turkey? So there were a lot of play- games played in Turkey, uh, the away legs. So if let's say that was uh-huh. so neutral venues, were they? So I, just, I don't ha- I have a problem there. Just keep, why do we still have away goals when we are just playing at neutral territory? So do they have control over that neutral ground? 
they can change how sure about they that if they have the control over the neutral ground or who is making the neutral ground but i think they should have or even if they don't have then it becomes same for both of the team so that's just a mentality purpose that this is your home or away game but then if we talk about yeah neutral grounds i don't know but without fans many people say that what is the point of home and away we don't have a home advantage but you have an advantage because you decide decide how the ground is being made up how fast the ball is going to roll incredible insight i think this is this has been a learning curve for me as well this is something i did not know before how you build up your team like you are building up your team on small passes so you should make sure that the ball is rolling fast or something like that how a team set up so it also depends a lot on ground like zavi said the grass is too long many people criticized for it but he has got a valid point i believe at least that you can say him a cry baby or too salty about it he is a legend we should not use such words sorry for that but still this is a point that yeah you get to decide how the ball is going to work on the field so you do have a home advantage and opponents can say that it was not suited to our style of play exactly exactly i think uh, they are top professionals so we just expect them to get on with it that's why we criticize them but they make good points as well because that would be a challenge of course right so i'll just quickly move on to some last part of the questionnaire i think we've covered a lot of ground here literally pun intended <laughs> so do you feel that the kids you left the team to made it better or did they break the new found momentum that you guys were developing in like the batch like see immediately senior to you and immediately junior to you i won't say they may carried on with the momentum because they didn't win anything next season <laughs> but yeah they surely had the talent to do but they didn't have the experience because when i was in 11th okay there were six out of 18 16 players were from 12th okay only me and grupas were in under 19 when we were in 11th and then we when we went to 12th so only two players who had an experience of an under 19 were playing and you had to build the rest and of the squad it it became into the transition phase of things yeah exactly and we handled the transition quite well because we reached the quarter finals of inter dps then we won lancers we won some other tournaments also two tournaments then we qualified for states and we qualified for superoto nationals so top achievements a, by the way yeah <laughs> let my listeners know that these are these are all that you play for when you're playing for your school so, so congratulations so, since you were the captain incredible effort. yeah thank you thank you on that that was the point that we could have carried on from there but frankly speaking they don't didn't have the experience because lot of people in the next year and even in our year came from under 14 or under 17 directly to under 19 now who don't have experience they will find it difficult like the way i did or any other player did i think you, you mentioned lots of important players? games there they were very iconic games that you probably had to play so uh, let's say if you could change one result in history it can be personal it can be club it can be for arsenal it can be somebody else uh what would you change what was the what is the one thing that you you would like to like rewrite in the history books look if i talk about arsenal then it will be certainly be 2006 champions league final arsenal versus barcelona which we were which we were winning up to 72nd minute and then samuel eto and ronaldinho scored and we went down and 
स्पेसिफिकली स्पीकिंग वी वेंट डाउन टू टेन मेन एट ट्वेंटी एट मिनट वेन जेंस लेमाना और गोल कीपर वॉज गिवन अ रेड कार्ड एंड आई डोंट माइंड दैट रेड कार्ड आई वोट माइंड दैट रेड कार्ड बिकॉज इट वॉज एक्चुअली रेड कार्ड फाउल दो कुड हैव बीन अवॉइडेड बट स्टिल आई एम फाइन विद द रेड कार्ड बट या द लेटर ऑन डिसीजन्स वी वेर नॉट अवॉर्डेड अ पेनल्टी एंड लॉट ऑफ फाउल्स वेर मेड ऑन ऑनरी ही मे मिस टू मेनी चांसेस टू बट लॉट ऑफ फाउल्स वेर ऑल्सो मेड ऑन एम वी वेर नॉट गिवन फेवरेबल डिसीजन्स आई ऑल्सो फील दैट बट या इफ आई हैव टू चेंज दैट आई विल चेंज द रिजल्ट ऑफ टू थाउजेंड सिक्स चैम्पियंस लीग फाइनल लेवल अबाउट पर्सनल रिजल्ट आई सी दैट द क्वार्टर फाइनल इन द इंटर डी पी एस वेन आई वॉज द कैप्टन और इन ट्वेल्थ क्लास वी लॉस टू आर के पुरम वन नील ओके इन द क्वार्टर फाइनल्स and lots of interesting stories from there i think i i think i remember a lot of discussion around that match so i'm really looking forward to hearing it again and i still don't think we should have lost the match like i have played so many matches and probably that was the most dominating we have played like we have literally 90 to 95% possession of the ball and we still lost aman pandey made a made a fabulous match he dribbled around seven players and given open goal chance to our striker indrajit and he somehow missed it so yeah we shouldn't have lost this match and even the and even the way we considered it was a personal fault it was not a team's fault or something it was a personal fault which happens but then we could have easily come down from 1-0 which did happen we missed a lot of chances lost lot of chances i think funny funny what one goal does to you sometimes it's barely nothing yeah. and sometimes it's a mountain that you cannot just if even if you played for 24 hours you just cannot manage to climb yeah exactly i remember at the start of the match when we were playing i was playing on the right wing so our chair was on the right so 45 coach came to me and it was in half time so we were losing 1-0 so we came back 45 coach told me he came to me and he said like i will tell in in exact words what he said he said इनसे क्या डर रहे हो तुम चार पांच गोल मारोगे इनको विच ट्रांस विच कन्वर्ट्स टू दैट यू आर गोइंग टू हिट दैम फोर फाइव गोल्स वाई आर यू सो अफ्रेड प्ले विथ ऑल दैट यू हैव यू आर प्लेइंग वेरी गुड एंड वी आर प्लेइंग गुड वी नो वी कुड हैव हिट दैम फोर फाइव गोल्स बिकॉज दैट्स अ वेरी रेयर ओकेशन वेन यू हैव नाइन्टी टू नाइन्टी फाइव परसेंट पोजिशन ऑफ द बॉल वी आर ऑल अराउंड द ग्राउंड बट वी वेर नॉट एबल टू स्कोर इन द even it will be wrong to say that we were bad in final third because we were good in final third we were just not good with that one touch that one finishing and that's why i mentioned in the start that if we had just one striker in our team we could have probably won everything sometimes the game just doesn't crack right no matter what it is yeah do. exactly you to the game yeah and yeah. that i would love to change because yeah our midfield was the best in gurgaon that time best in gurgaon probably one of the best among all the teams that were in nationals and zonals probably the best like only such a, such a huge statement huge, huge statement in the sense that you're such a humble person and you, you not do not throw yeah. around these statements and coming from you i think really holds a lot of value the only midfield that i would consider better than ours will be of vasant kunj dps vasant kunj and some teams in cbsc clusters but other than that I don't think like we had a very good midfield of me, Grupas, Vinita, Naman Pandey. Very good midfield, but yeah, eventually it didn't matter because we didn't win anything. Like we didn't win that tournament, so it didn't matter. That's the harsh, 
that's the harsh reality of sport right that if you don't win they don't remember yeah you. exactly and i can see that how emotionally how emotionally invested you are in this uh, in this tournament so i know people like glorifying their competition and tournaments and they give them more importance than it really deserves just to i don't know like soothe their personal ego but did you at some point feel a responsibility like a sense of pressure for winning a particular trophy for your school even if it let's say was just a normal inter school tournament and not a cbse or a national level tournament look i told you i am very competitive so if you tell me that you feel pressure to win anything i would say no you feel a sense of responsibility yes i did because i was the captain and i was one of the players not even the captain even if you are a player and playing on the field you do have a responsibility to your teammates so i felt responsible but i didn't feel any pressure but there was so much urge to win because if if i go back there and if they say you want to change this i will give anything to change that so there is a lot of urge to win things lot of urge which i don't think a lot of people have most of us just want to win anything anyhow very inspiring and, conversation to enter the final lap of the podcast yeah you were telling me yeah, something yeah and yeah mostly look for me i knew that i was going into engineering even if i played football i knew at that time i will do engineering so it was fine for me and then there were people like vinit krupas who are my great friends they if we had won that tournament they probably would have been in du and they wouldn't have gone to maharashtra or some place because look we would have qualified for nationals if we had won that zonal tournament which i am talking about the quarter finals we just had to win that one match to qualify for nationals so if we had qualified for national that would add 20 points for certificate to someone's resume or someone's data set so that helps a lot in getting admissions in sports quota in delhi universities so that chance was also missed by a lot of people it didn't affect me but it did affect my teammates so yeah yeah What exactly to point out man exactly i think uh, so funny so when people say you now what are you what is what is this game going to get you what are you going to accomplish and there's like literally your future riding on it sometimes right even if it's just a normal simple tournament and uh, so what what game has been the biggest game that you played in your life what would you say can be a personal with your friends maybe maybe a tournament if game I, maybe just a practice if i game. tell you the biggest game i could easily tell you any final which i have win which i have won or any semi final but i would like to mention a loss over here you remember i guess in class 10th we have zonals in our school right inter dps zonals and we lost in semi finals to dps sector 45 and i personally remember i was not good enough like i was not good enough in that match like a lot of people were not but i personally feel i was not good enough in that match i didn't play up to my capabilities at some at, at that point you could only speak for yourself right you cannot speak for somebody else i think you did you let yourself down yeah there? i could have performed a lot better and there were opportunities which we didn't capitalize on so i feel that was the most important match because that made me learn a lot of things after that match i worked on the things i did wrong and from that day onwards i don't think i made those things wrong i made other mistakes but i didn't made the same mistakes which i made in that match so that has been the biggest match for me because i learned a lot or the most from that match i think on a human level the your biggest achievement also that if you did not repeat those mistakes i think that's what it's all about right that's all personal yeah. growth is all about 
i'm happy about that thing that yeah that made we lost but we learned but then a loss is a loss so it's always hard to take but you need to get on with it and i remember we played uh, earlier this month i was fortunate enough to visit my city i was in gurgaon and then we were playing and you mentioned that you feel old now and you can't run like you used to anymore and this is such a bold <laughs> statement from somebody who i who i used to think that he's the like he's the usual bolt of our school you probably were you were so fast i couldn't call you that so do you think you'll rekindle your game anytime soon because now you'll be starting your professional life and everybody gets busy so will you be voluntarily taking out time to play mm, football i'm not sure about if i'm going to take out time but there are some positive thing to that like the positive aspect is look i'm going to bangalore okay and bangalore has a great thing which no other club has like if there is a manchester united versus chelsea match okay so there are fan clubs then they fans will play the same match chelsea supporters versus united supporters in the morning and then they will watch the match together in the night so there are like groups like that and teams like that in different places of bangalore where like if there is a match in the evening they will play the same match with the fans of those teams so are you looking forward to joining a club of such nature not just a club just a group so yeah so i yeah i'm thinking of like if i get time i'll surely love to play but yeah then growing old thing was just a sarcasm thing because look earlier i used to play 6 course, to 7 hours of course i get that i was just pulling your leg right. there <laughs> and now when i went to college yeah it was like on set on weekends or maybe some days it was hardly like a, if i take a average of a week it was hardly one and a half hour a day so yeah so the thing is i was also given an opportunity to become part of the football team i also used to go earlier but then i left it because of other promises or other things that i have to complete so yeah things then doesn't work out every time and then i felt a little disappointed because look at some point when you are playing a game you really want to do something about it like in school i always thought that if i get an opportunity to play for a club even at a small level i will go but that didn't happen and that somehow i was disappointed yeah i was disappointed so i altogether stopped playing with that enthusiasm but yeah even when i go to the field today i play to win that's a different thing but yeah i have stopped playing that's the i think that's the clickbait of the that's the clickbait of this podcast i will use this to market the podcast i will say that this podcast is here to win <laughs> because we have such incredible winners as our first guest yeah that's the thing i would love to play but yeah then i have like stopped playing for so many hours or investing so much time into that because look i know players who were less capable than me and or of the same capability they played at great levels or they have playing in great levels today so that's the comparison that i think i can i could have played an event for that instance i went to engineering but gurbaz could have played because he is somehow associated to associated to sports till now right i noticed that from his facebook post so he could he could have played like he is also a top top player gurbaz and probably everyone knows that in school so there were better players who could have done a lot and time didn't allow them opportunities they didn't get opportunities and there are people 
who could have ended on a lower note but i am happy for them that they are doing something good about the game yeah. they love i think that's one thing you can take away from them right they followed their passion maybe yeah. it's not like you did not follow your passion just you did not i know how funny how stars line sometimes right sometimes they just don't work out just like you said all right i think with that i've covered the basic set of questions this is all this is your journey your story so happy to hear it from you i've heard i've seen it i've lived it with you but uh, but it's again always interesting yeah i had a question there but i think it's a, still a sensitive question we'll we can discuss it personally so just a quick rapid fire now so you have uh, i'll just ask you questions and it doesn't have to be very long just keep it very short like let's say between 5 to 10 words and if, if just a one word answer you can tell me why so what are your favorite boots not necessarily you don't have to own them nemesis but, nemesis uh, any day nemesis anything of nemesis series and how did you get attracted to the series look the thing is it's front i like the front part that the curvature it had in its front, front part like if i look at mercurial mercurial and all that they are a bit of flat boots i feel like a bit of flatness is there but in nemesis it more is explosive and nemesis is more creative is yeah. how i like to picture them yeah exactly and moreover mm-hmm. messy wears them so yeah exactly exactly mercurial mercurial versus nemesis is a very ronaldo versus messi thing right <laughs> <laughs> again with that said who would you choose is it messi is it ronaldo the most iconic i think this question is part of every podcast even if you're just starting off or let's say you were the fifa if president it's a, if it's a bet on my life like you would die and if you don't win the match i, I would go with ronaldo but 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 at the same point of time if it's just a normal match and you are just watching for enjoyment then i would choose messi because of the things he does with the for ball. the beauty of the game for the beauty of the game you were there for the flair yeah. of the game yeah i still think messi does better things with the ball cristiano does the same things but cristiano is more of a goal scorer a goal hunter and messi I won't say more of a, it will be very wrong on it I think if you were to write a book on it people have already written a book on it but we can always do yeah it will be a very wrong thing to say that Messi is a better player or a more complete player they have different skill sets but Messi looks more natural to eyes and as i told if i have to choose one and it's a world cup final and i have to make a team i would get ronaldo into it thanks for the answer it's a very controversial question the answer is also always controversial but somehow you make it sound very like easy to understand how people like people who who doesn't who do not follow football they'll get it as well if you were to purchase a different club's shirt which one would it AC be AC Milan Ricardo Kaka 22 <laughs> okay very straight forward uh which which team do you think is the best in the world right now and what do you think arsenal has to do to reach that point look i don't know what should i say because i have two teams in my mind one is munich and one is city manchester city but i'll go with manchester city because munich is a top top team they have won the champions league but the thing is they are playing in bundesliga and i don't think there's a lot of, there's a competition there but there's a not a lot of caliber and experience there which i feel so i'll go with plus whatever achievement that city have done city have done it so consistently over the last 4 5 years it's not just like they've done it one season or two season or three seasons when they're performing they've performed well through like through i think last season was just an exception 
and that was just bad when we compare it to city yeah, normally exactly it was still an incredible Liv- city didn't perform bad liverpool performed too good <laughs> that's the thing and what do we need to reach there two things like one of the two things either a lot of money or either a lot of time mm-hmm. and i think they've had both at this point so it's all working out well yeah so we don't have a lot of money i hope korean ke help us with it but i don't know <laughs> yeah i think i'll i will not forget to tag arsenal in the hashtags <laughs> final four questions of the podcast so sad to say it but it is what it is uh euro predictions i think it'll be easier if you just suggest uh, who's going to win who do you think is the favorite maybe just one answer who deserves deserves to win lot of teams every team deserves to win they work hard <laughs> but who will win if you ask me i'll bet on france maybe like france again they'll uh, they'll pull off a spain and they'll win the world cup and then they'll win the euro cup maybe they have a good chance look at their team man like they have three players at every position and three top top players Yeah. but actually, yeah i am worried about the group stage i am worried about the group stage because i just remember that france germany and portugal are probably in the same group in euros yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah there was a group of death now i remember as well now that, now that you pointed out so next question is what do you think about the messi departure do you think messi will leave barcelona after the i don't think so frankly speaking yeah, at the end of the season I don't think and like he look they they are appointing a new president right they are replacing him mm-hmm. so I don't think Messi will leave maybe they will make some they will make some good signings and Barcelona will come back to good old days maybe I hope they do because well I can I can certainly hope that they do not because yeah, I get you Barcelona of course is a rival not yeah, that I'm like a very hardcore Real Madrid fan anyway anyway. but uh, obviously like messi in manchester city and ronaldo in manchester united that will be great for the league as well but i doubt that will happen exactly exactly bringing in so many yeah yeah i think just like how you mentioned yeah, earlier exactly. in the podcast that some things just don't work out it is what it is it can't always be like that all right <laughs> so next question is best piece of footballing advice anyone ever gave you it could be anyone it can be your teammate can be your coach can be your father can be your let's say grandfather who introduced it to the game so many i think you mentioned a lot of people that you mentioned your grandfather you meant set to 45 coach who was actually your rival team you actually mentioned your coach yeah yeah so if i say something in bengali and i convert it so it is it fine yeah yeah sure man so my grandfather used to say i will translate it later matha matha phat pe हाटू भांग पे तो वो खेला छेड़े उठ बोना ओके दिस बेसिकली ट्रांसलेट्स टू माई हेड इज़ गोइंग टू क्रैक अप माई नीज आर गोइंग टू बी ब्रूज्ड बट आई विल स्टिल नॉट लीव द ग्राउंड एंड दैट दैट इज़ द पार्ट ऑफ सम पोएम ही यूज टू सेम ही एंड आई रिमेंबर इट सो दैट हैज़ बीन द ग्रेटेस्ट एडवाइस एंड दैट्स वाई आई नेवर लीव दिंकॉलिंग सो आई ऑलवेज कीप इट क्लोज टू माई हार्ट दैट your head can crack up your legs can get bruised your hand can get broken whatever can happen to you but i won't leave the field and i know you're very emotional with words as well i know how much attachment that you develop with them you have a very close relationship with all kinds of words right always been like that <laughs> all right with that we have reached the final question it has been such an incredible time i've shared such amazing two hours with you 
but uh, this is this is this is one segment that is i think that's very interesting i want if let's say i'm like i hardly believe that somebody would be listening until this point somebody who does not follow football but if you were to if you were to tell uh tell somebody who doesn't know about the sport who's just getting into it uh, one very unpopular rule like everybody understand what fouls are and now they i think they can look up what the penalty kicks are can you tell tell us something one very bizarre rule that is not very popular for people who are just starting off let's i'll give you an example that taking your shirt off to celebrate to get you a yellow card something like that i don't remember anything as such bizarre because all the common rules are coming to my mind because the cops i think i think you can explain it to us why some sometimes when when referees show yellow cards earlier it used to say that the person will make miss the next match although that was not complete information right i think that was misleading so i think accumulation of yellow cards results into bans and so i think you can explain the yellow card to us when does a player get a yellow card yellow card is basically like look there are two things either you commit a foul that has not been a goal stopping chance so that when an yellow is given or when you disrespect a player many people don't know this but when you disrespect a player you get a yellow card or the referee also i many think people have talk bad to the referee yeah. and the referee right so this is good this is this is what i was looking for this is the yellow slash gold content i wanted <laughs> yeah i can add another thing actually it's it's regarding the var thing like many people think that it is not a penalty or it's a penalty it is the slightest of touch mm-hmm. so how actually people referees decide mm-hmm. on the var calls yeah so the thing is consider michael oliver mm-hmm. is our referee mm-hmm. of a match mm-hmm. so there is a like suppose someone is defending and he puts his leg out so there is slightest of touch and the player goes down okay referee calls for a penalty he does a var okay now when we are seeing on screen we can clearly see it is not a penalty that it can be easily avoided it's just not a blatant type but the slightest of touch okay but for the referee now the var referee doesn't see that var ask the referee the one who is managing the var he will ask the referee that why did you give a penalty he will say that i saw his leg out and i think it's tugged and he went down that's why i gave the penalty he will say you are right go on with it and that stands yeah he he won't he won't say that it is the slightest of touch and you can avoid mm-hmm. he just has he to explain that say, yeah, yeah, i saw the leg it yeah. was out it touched them and he's right yeah he's he right explains why i yeah mm-hmm. he will explain why i gave the penalty mm-hmm. if that thing has happened he will say yeah continue with your decision and now the same thing can opposite in op- another direction i he can say i think it is slightest of the touch that's why i didn't give a penalty he will say yes you are right you can carry on with it so for the same thing you can be given a penalty and you cannot be given a penalty so that's basically controversial of the technology but this is how it is done so many people say about it that what's the var is for basically they are just talking to referee and just asking them that on what basis you have taken a decision and if the basis is right you can carry on with it and or you can just see the screen for yourself and unlike a cricket game a referee just cannot refer to the var just like just like they want to i think var intervenes it's like it's like yeah. it's, it's like a third umpire intervening instead of the umpire going to the third umpire so if the if the yeah. if the referee is in the box thing that there was an error in judgment so they just intervene it's not something exactly. that you can go back to 
yeah. can never stop learning now, from if it's mind. a completely yes. false judgment that someone has dived yeah. then he can say yeah. but even if if he says that i have seen a touch even though it is the slightest of touch yeah. they will go on with the penalty yeah always learning from you man always every conversation i learn something new i learned two things today very valuable and i'm somebody who's been watching football for the longest time and still still new <laughs> thank you for that thanks man so this is it guys this is this was our third podcast very I nice hope that effort thank you and thank you so much that for that everybody i think and the only thing i can hope for is i let's just get onto a field and play a game and if there are any listeners who get inspired by us they can join us and we can have a have a day where we spend playing football that's what it's all about this was incredible i hope to do this again maybe when we are done with our 49th episode and i'll invite you for the 50th one so incredible to have you as the first guest thanks for coming shubhadi thanks for taking out the time